as a constitutional law attorney, former senior legal advisor and personal counsel to President Donald J. Trump. Jenna Ellis believes in the rule of law and the importance of integrity in our elections. And she's ready to tackle the big cultural and legal issues facing America. This is the Jenna Ellis Show. Here is your host, Jenna Ellis. Happy Monday, friends, and welcome to the very first video episode of The Jenna Ellis Show. I'm so excited to now be bringing you video content as well as the great commentary that you have come to expect from The Jenna Ellis Show here on the Salem Podcast Network. And I love hearing feedback from you. Thank you so much for all of the comments uh, that you give on social media. And I love hearing from you and what you're interested in discussing because this is a conversation and this is something that I hope is uh, edifying for you you not only to think about politics, think about culture, but think about the biblical worldview and how we can apply the eternal principles of truth to all of the issues that we confront in everyday life. And so as we move forward with this, I love hearing from you and what you want to discuss. And of course, this week, the biggest issue uh, was the, the two Supreme Court opinions that were handed down last week and why the disparity between healthcare workers and the OSHA mandate. So we will get into that today and then have a very special guest later on in the show, my good friend, Michael. Lindell. He's going to talk to us about cancel culture and so much more. So first, the Biden administration has caused a financial crisis and they have no clue how to fix it. Oil prices have skyrocketed. When oil prices go up, not only do your expenses go up, but the cost of transportation and shipping spikes, leading the prices of goods to rise. We're already seeing record inflation, and that is the last thing that we need headed into 2022. Our economy is in trouble, and you need to take steps to protect yourself. If all of your money is tied up in stocks, bonds, and traditional markets, you may be vulnerable, and gold is one of the very best ways to protect your retirement. No matter what happens, you own your own gold. It's real, it's physical, and it's always been valuable since the dawn of time. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust for investing in gold. They can help you roll your retirement account into a gold-backed IRA where you still own the physical gold. They can also ship gold and precious metals safely and securely to your house. So call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-528-1903 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com where you can download their free investor's guide. That's 866-528-1903 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. All right, so the Supreme Court issued the two most critical opinions until we get a decision, of course, in the Dobbs abortion uh, case, which we expect probably in June. I don't really expect it before then, although it could happen this week uh, during March for Life. Wouldn't that be amazing? But currently, the two cases that America was most prominently focused on were the Supreme Court opinions regarding the Biden vaccine mandates. So why the disparity between the two? Well, the simplest answer for that is that the Supreme Court, of course, has to go according to the law. And so when we're looking at what a federal agency, remember, as part of the executive branch, is a creature of statute construct. 
And so whatever authority Congress has, and and of course that has to abide by the Constitution, but whatever authority Congress has constitutionally vested in an agency to then carry out that mandate, then the Supreme Court will defer to that. So uh, there are a lot of doctrines around this. There's also Justice Gorsuch who talks about the rise of the administrative state. There are so many federal agencies that frankly are doing things well outside the margins of the constitutional parameters. We always talk about coming back to the original text, the separation of powers in the Constitution, and also that Congress cannot legislate or give authority where they don't have authority. So you have to look at Article 1, Section 8, which gives all of the subject matter that Congress can constitutionally legislate on. If there is not specific limited power given to the federal government and Congress specifically to legislate, then those powers are reserved through the Ninth and Tenth Amendment to the states or to the people. You hear a lot about federalism and saying that any power not reserved to the federal government is reserved to the states, but not even the states can simply arbitrarily and over broadly legislate on any subject matter that they choose to prefer. There are some rights that are reserved to the people as well. But when we're talking about the difference between federal Congress and the state legislatures, We have to look at what Congress has provided by statute to federal agencies and and the scope of those mandates. So we saw in the OSHA opinion that the Supreme Court on a 6-3 vote got that one right. And they said that OSHA is uh, limited to occupational safety and that this is not an overbroad mandate uh, that the that Congress has given to OSHA to be able to act health and safety regulations on literally anything that they prefer. This was way too overbroad. And we saw that specific language in the OSHA opinion that said and acknowledged that federal agencies are creatures of statute. And so that one got it completely correct. So why the difference then in the healthcare worker mandate? Um, It seems to be completely ironic, and I agree with commentators that have said it makes no sense that the only people now that the government doesn't trust to make decisions in their own interests of health and safety are the very healthcare workers that are actually working in hospitals to help us combat the virus. That doesn't make sense. But if you look at the language of the opinion, and I would always encourage you, Even if you're not a lawyer and you don't want to read, you know, 30 pages of legalese, at least go and read the introductions to these opinions because that will signal very clearly the rationale that the court used to explain their decision. We don't have to agree always with the rationale, and often we don't, but that at least will give you a better understanding of why the court ruled in that way, what law or provision of law it's invoking for its majority opinion, and then how we can rationally discuss this. There was so much commentary since Thursday that I don't think uh, was precisely accurate in terms of explaining the court's opinion. So the easiest way that we can break this down is to actually read the introduction to the court's opinion itself. So I have this pulled up. All right, so the opinion starts and it says, 
The Secretary of Health and Human Services administers the Medicare and Medicaid programs, which provide health insurance for millions of elderly, disabled, and low-income Americans. In November 2021, the Secretary announced that in order to receive Medicare and Medicaid funding, participating facilities must ensure that their staff, unless exempt from medical or religious reasons, two good caveats, are vaccinated against COVID-19. The two district courts enjoined enforcement of the rule, meaning they stopped it, and the government now asks us to stay those injunctions. Agreeing that it is entitled to such relief, we grant the application. So the court is saying we agree with the government on that. We are going to now stay the injunction, which is kind of a double negative, right? Um, So then the opinion goes on and says the Medicare program provides health insurance to individuals 65 and older, as well as those with specific disabilities. The Medicaid program does the same for those with low incomes. Both Medicare and Medicaid are administered by the Secretary of Health and Human Services, who has general statutory authority to promulgate regulations, quote, as may be necessary to the efficient administration of the functions with which he or she is charged. That's 42 USC section 1302 subsection A, right? So that's really the key language in this, is that unlike the OSHA statute, where Congress hasn't given OSHA, which is not HHS, OSHA is for Occupational Health and Safety, And the court said in that opinion that OSHA doesn't have this broad, overbearing authority to implement anything. It has to be narrowly tailored and very specific to occupational health and safety. So when I talked about this early on, I said, okay, well, this doesn't make sense that OSHA would target every single occupation and treat all workers similarly, even though there are differences in workplace hazards and risks. And that's traditionally, and now the Supreme Court has confirmed, statutorily correct within the context of why OSHA was created by statute and what legitimate authority OSHA actually uh, can give. And so the Supreme Court got that right. What they're doing here is interpreting the HHS mandate for federal programs. And this is tied to funding. So this is why this opinion is different. Now, we may disagree with this interpretation of the statutory construction, but I do think it is a lot more rational and reasonable for the court to have inferred that Congress did give HHS authority under this type of uh, regulatory language structure. So it says, again, the Health um, and Human Services Secretary has general statutory authority to promulgate regulations, quote, as may be necessary to the efficient administration of the functions with which he or she is charged. That's very broad language. And so I think that the mistake here was saying, okay, as may be necessary to the efficient administration, Why isn't there an emphasis on that word of efficiency? I don't think that Medicare and Medicaid are going to to be damaged in any way in their efficiency or the actual administration of disbursement of funding just because healthcare workers don't receive a COVID vaccine. So I think that while a lot of my colleagues and myself included anticipated that this would be the opinion from the Supreme Court, 
it still is reading a little bit too much into the statute. But at the same time, the Supreme Court is vested solely with interpretation. Uh, so when we look at the doctrines of statutory interpretation, we have to remember Chevron deference. We have to remember that the Supreme Court doesn't recreate statutory language. It has to look at what is the plain meaning of the language. There are discussions within the court. Um, Justice Scalia, of course, was very famous and prominent for talking about uh, legislative history in construction of the statute and going back to legislative history to understand the meaning of the actual textual language of statutory interpretation. And um, that's interesting also when you look at formation of contracts and when you look at contract disputes and the actual language. Are you limited to the four corners of the document or there's a thing called parole evidence and it's parole with an E so um, or without the E rather. And so it's very different than, you know, you're used to hearing parole violations in a criminal context. But parole evidence, which is just um, P-R-O-L, uh, that is um, that specific evidence can come into play if there is a reason for the court to reach it. And there's a lot of different rules of evidence um, in contract law and contract disputes. So my point here is, and the bottom line of this is, it's a lot more complex and there are other doctrines of interpretation that come into play than just, well, what do we think is the right decision here? So if Congress and the Republican, hopefully, majority in 2022 doesn't like this opinion, it's up to Congress to go back in and either modify and amend this statutory language and specifically say that vaccine requirements are not a part of the Health and Human Services Secretary's ability for um, to, to put on for efficient administration, or they need to specifically have some other regulation that will change the opinion. This is up to Congress. If they had an overbroad statute that now the Supreme Court is reading into, we can't just blame it on the 5-4 majority of the Supreme Court for getting this wrong. Ultimately, it's up to Congress to make sure that they are restraining their own federal agencies and the administration of those agencies from having this type of overbroad language. That's why it's important when we look at what are the uh, what are the the line items and what's on the agenda for 2022. This is a bill that should be ready to go right away when hopefully the Republicans regain the majority. And if Ted Cruz and Dan Crenshaw and others are talking about all this other stuff and they're just going on media to you know get more uh, donations for themselves or they're looking at stock trading like. Crenshaw, who actually has had more uh, stock uh, than Nancy Pelosi. It's just so ridiculous. You have to ask yourself, what are the Republicans actually doing? Who gets to decide? As Justice Gorsuch said in his concurrence to the OSHA mandate, who gets to decide is so important. And here, I think it was actually appropriate, even though I disagree with the interpretation, I think that the Supreme Court could have reached uh, a different opinion like the dissents to the healthcare worker mandate, it's not totally implausible and it's not actually an activist court that read the statute this way. The authority and the responsibility to cure the healthcare worker mandate lies squarely within Congress. And if the Republicans don't address this immediately, then we seriously, seriously have a problem.
All right. So coming up, I'm going to be speaking with my good friend, Mike Lindell, who is being canceled from his own bank. You've heard him uh, that he has been canceled out of box stores. We have promoted MyPillow so much on this program uh, because we support everyone's right to free speech and to their own political opinions. So listen to this audio from a phone call between my pillow and the Minnesota Bank and Trust talking about why they want my pillow to be gone from their bank. Not that the FBI is even sniffing and looking, yeah. but what if somebody came in and said, you know what, we are going to subpoena all his account records and this and that, and then all of a sudden we make the news. So it's a more of a reputation risk. You wouldn't know this, but I, I used to bank Tom Petters, and, um, or I was involved in dealing with Mr. Petters, and all of a sudden, you know, you get a subpoena, yeah. and it's like, oh, man, and then they, you make the news, and it wasn't at this organization when I did that, but I, I also banked another guy just like Mike Lindell, who used to be in the Eden Prairie and was indicted, yeah. and it's like, darn, darn, darn. Isn't that crazy? So I'm going to get Mike Lindell's reaction coming up. But first, it is New Year's 2022, and this is going to be a critical year for America and for AMAC, which is the Association of Mature American Citizens, along with their nearly 2 million members. The fight to stop out-of-control spending in the president's Build Back Better scheme is far from over. Isn't it weird that you never hear um, or see of anyone who's wearing a Build Back Better hat? Nope, it is all about making America great again. So Congress is plotting more legislation that could hurt our seniors, and the midterm elections will be a battle for freedom versus socialism for everyone. Unlike liberal groups, AMAC is America's conservative, action-oriented 50-plus organization fighting hard every day in Washington and across the nation for our seniors. So I am urging you now to choose AMAC. You will receive all of the great men membership benefits, including AMAC discounts on hotels, travels, and restaurants, and your membership will support your great American values. So go to amac.us forward slash Ellis. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash E-L-L-I-S and become an AMAC member now. So one of the other top stories this weekend about cancel culture, which we always talk about on this show in the context of my very good friend Mike Lindell, was how his own bank in Minnesota is now threatening to cancel his bank accounts just because they disagree with his political opinions. This is how the liberals and institutions are trying to oust conservatives and shut them down because they have so much control over the activities that we participate in on a daily basis. This cannot stand. So joining me now to discuss is my good friend, Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Mike, thanks so much for finally joining me on the Jenna Ellis Show. Great to have you. Oh, you're, you're awesome, Jenna. Glad to be on. <laughs> thanks so much. Well, you are awesome too, and you are standing firm against all of this ridiculous, outrageous leftist mentality. So um, we played earlier in the segment that the phone call between you and this executive. What do you make of this? Well, it was actually my controller and the executive. And, you know, Jenna, the, the one thing about this, but people need to know, is that I've had this bank for years, and and 
I've had it with my Lindell Recovery Network, was for, which is for addicts, free help for them online. It's my own, a, a platform, just a, um, not, um, there's nonprofit, and then I have my foundation with them, my Lindell Foundation, my Lindell Outreach Program, uh, Lindell Publishing, um, my store for entrepreneurs that have, need a platform so they don't have to sit on Amazon and be copied by China. So then... Last spring, I put frankspeech.com on there and Lindell TV. Isn't it coincidental that all of a sudden now at this time, when we need our voices more than ever, they come to me uh, and say, you know, out of the blue, yeah, we want Frank Speech gone within a week and we want the rest of them gone within 30 days. And now they want, Jenna, they want me to say, to, they went behind my back to my controller so that I would say, or they would say, we want, we, we would just, you know, it's better if you guys just walk away so we don't cancel you because then it's, you're kind of in a blacklist in a bank. Well, I got news for them. I'm not leaving. So, you know, if they're going to do it, they're going to have to do it themselves. And the people have, thousands and thousands of people have called that bank. It's disgusting what they're doing. It absolutely is. And why would you cancel yourself and, and yeah. take that route? <laughs> and so I'm very glad that you're not doing this quietly uh, and just saying, you know what? Right. Okay, we'll go to another bank. I don't want to yeah. deal with it. That right. is how the leftists gain control is when they yep. force us to just do the easier thing and go the easier route and say, you know what, it's whatever, it's fine, I'll just move banks. I'm so proud of you, Mike, for standing firm and bringing this to the American people's attention. I guarantee that bank, which it's Minnesota Bank and Trust, right? That's the bank. Yeah, Minnesota Bank and Trust, but also Heartland Financial is the 40th 40th largest bank in the country. They're the mothership. Mm. I think they're the ones that... They're going to lose I think they're the ones that ordered it. And Jenny, it's very set. If, if, you, if we don't take a firm stand, everybody, uh, I'll give an example. Last year, a year ago, almost to the day as we're talking, I had TV. Now, remember, I was getting canceled by box stores and uh, terrible shopping channels like QBC. All these places canceling me. But it, they came to me. There were 12 TV stations that came to me, smaller broadcast stations, and they said, um... We're, we're just we're going to cancel or stop running your ads. We're just going to sit this one out for a while. And I said, if you do that, you have a choice to make. Either you either you rethink this, and it'll be the best decision you ever made, or it'll be the worst decision you ever make because I will never take you back. They made the right decision, Jenna. They stayed with my pillow. They're now huge. It's their number one selling product, and they're they're so glad. I just talked to one of them the other day. They were glad they made that decision. This bank needs to, we, we got to stop it in their tracks. What if someone out there, they cancel a bank and they don't have a voice? Do you know a year ago today, over a quarter million people got their, it wasn't just Donald Trump getting his Twitter canceled. 250,000 people got their Vimeos, YouTubes, Twitters, and, and Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook canceled or suppressed a year ago today. Yeah, and th- and this has been happening since Donald Trump got kicked off of Twitter, and this whole cancel culture has ra- has ramped up um, in the midst of all of this suppression and everything since uh, 
January of last year, which has been completely manipulated that whole narrative. I mean, my good friend Dan Bongino now was suspended uh, temporarily on YouTube just for his opinions. I mean, this is something, where do you see this going, Mike? And why are some conservatives willing to take more of the easy way out instead of standing strong and saying, no, we're not going to deal with this? Well, Jenna, we're, we're way better off. Each day we're better off than the day before. And, and, they, and they're, they're pushing back. Look what they just did to OAN. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, AT&T, which owns DirecTV, just said, OAN, we're not renewing your contract. And they told him it was political. <laughs> so in, in, here's 75% of the viewers at OAN are going to lose that. Now, I, was, I just met with them yesterday, and they're just devastated, mm-hmm. um, you know, what they're trying to do, what AT&T is trying to do. But let's put that aside. We know they've been trying to get our voices suppressed. This is why I say we're better off than we were. Every day is better than the day before because people are getting courageous. They're going, you know what? If I lose my YouTube or I lose my podcast or I, or I lose or they take away this, I'm going to keep speaking out. And what's happening is all the people, every one of you out there has a voice, whether it's just to email a hundred of your friends, or maybe you have, you can text everybody every day. When you find the, the news, you need to find the news, your platforms that are still there, your Real America Voices, your, your OEM that's there, your um, uh, FrankSpeech.com, you, all these voices, um, Salem Media, I mean, you need to, you need to, when you hear something, get it out to your friends because this is what they want to stop. They want to stop you from hearing about the 2020 election crimes. They want to stop you from hearing about that Donald Trump yesterday just said in the rally, hey, I'm so against these mandates and, they, and there are therapeutics out there that work. I'm, I'm getting flooded with people going today going, Mike, I, I'm so glad he spoke out about this. Well, if, if the news doesn't, if, if Fox and some, and they don't tell anything about it, the conservative media, if they don't speak out, we don't have a voice. All we have is the fake news narrative. Yes. So I'm very confident, Janet, that we're going in such a great direction because everybody's got friends and everybody can spread the word. Like, what, what did we do without social media in the past? What did we do without that when we were growing up? You know what? You told people and they told people and they told people and the word got out. Yep. And that's what's and happening. The word's getting out. Absolutely. And I think that uh, that legacy media and their uh, monopoly on the truth and the news and their own narrative is ending rapidly. And they're seeing that because you're seeing how uh, CNN is losing, what, 90% or more of its viewers. Fox News is losing everyone except the establishment rhinos. Joe Rogan's podcast is now, uh, you know, something like 10 times the number of the average Fox show that tunes into his podcast. People are going to alternatives for a reason, and it's because they're smart enough. We're smart enough to understand that we don't want to be manipulated. We don't want to have the narrative expressed to us in a way that we have to believe. We are truth seekers at the end of the day. And that's what the Lord calls us to. Jesus says, find the truth, understand the truth, believe the truth, and then advocate for it. And so on platforms like Frank Speech, um, I think it's so great that you have the ability, Mike, to go out and start these channels and, uh, and give people what they want. But you're right. Every single person listening to this show right now 
you have a voice and influence, even if you don't have a platform as big as Mike's or as big as, you know, mine on Salem or, or someone else, you still have a voice and also your voice, your vote and your dollars matter. That hugely matters. And, and the one thing also that I think is so despicable about your bank canceling you, it's not just canceling the political speech that they disagree with. This is your Lindell Recovery Network. I mean, these are things that are actually helping people in the midst of the pandemic, especially with, you know, depression, uh, drug addiction, and they want to cancel that too. I mean, talk about not caring about your fellow humans and this whole humanitarian thing that the the leftist Democrats uh, want to say is, you know, their number one goal. That to me is, is even more disgusting than even just saying, okay, well, we disagree with political speech. Well, and, and, you know, they just consider that collateral damage. They don't care. And, you know, and the way this the way this cancel culture thing works, you know, there somebody put the fear into this bank or did something to this bank. They, they go. But they even said the one guy goes, it was real sarcastic. You know, we're Republicans. I'm going good for you, special K. Good for you. I could care less what you are. All I know is you're trying to cancel out platforms and be a part of platform, uh, you know, to do that to entrepreneurs, the my store, these entrepreneurs, they've got, you know, they have their own products uh, where they, uh, you made the USA and they're, you know, are up and coming entrepreneurs and businesses that at the my store platform, then you have all the, the foundation, but to help addiction during this time. And it's just a, it's a huge distraction, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to let them have their way. I could easily say, Oh, okay, I'm going to go because boy, if you cancel me, if you shut my bank account down, but boy, that's going to give Mike Lindell a bad name. Well, I got news for you. No, it's not. I could care less. You've got to do it yourself. If you're going to do something so despicable, Minnesota Bank and Trust, then do it yourself in front of everybody. Because this is what they were worried, Jenna, about being the media. You know, oh, the media could come. What if they what if they subpoena Mike Lindell's phone records? <laughs> they already tried to do that. And I said, Shh, talk to the hand. I sued him. I sued um, the January 6th committee, the big fake committee they got going on. You know, these guys, uh, they're cowards. They are cowards is what they are. And they... Uh, and I think what we're finding, look at Bed Bath & Beyond, what they did. There are 37 stores gone. Have a nice day, Bed Bath & Beyond. I mean, you made your choice a year ago when you started canceling people out. And what's going to happen, Jenna, these platforms like your YouTubes and your Vimeos and you, even your Googles and your Twitters and your Facebooks of the world, when we get through all this, it's going to all be reshaped mm-hmm. you know, and fun. And people, the, I have said it before, the biggest problem we have right now is they, they want to stop our communications and they can't stop it if we're all together and you have podcasts and you have all, all different now things, different social media platforms. But, you know, with the Frank Speech platform that I have, we have great, um, great people coming over, too, that other people have canceled out. I'll, I'll do, announce this on your show. Don't even know if I'm supposed to. But Emerald Robertson is coming over to FrankSpeech.com, wow. where Newsmax said, bye-bye, Emerald, you know. And um, this is a this is an announcement, probably early, but I'm going to do it. Um, breaking and, news uh, right here. Breaking news, breaking news. And we're taking a lot of people over to Frank's speech that have been canceled by other, they've been canceled themselves because they said too much, you know, 
of course, you know, people like Sean Hannity that sit over at Fox and can't speak out. And we trusted them people to say, to speak out about truths. And if they can't say it, if they got a governor on their voices, what's worse, having a governor on your voice over there or, or listening to your CNNs and garbage coming out of, you know, all the other media outlets here, you know, all your outlets, your Daily Beast, Huffington Post, Wall, Wall Street Journal, all, that all the uh, Washington Post. I mean, um, so... We're going to get through this, and the public, we're on to, I said it in my speech at the rally, we are on to the fake news part. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I feed them, I use them for a, three quarters of a year. They attack me, I'm going, you know what, we were attacked, um, you know, you know, election fraud, blah, blah, blah. I kept, you know, using that as, Mike, you lost four more retailers, you know. They, they attack me relentlessly, but the public sees through that. I'll give you a good example, everybody. When I was at the rally, and... <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it in the news the other day. Mike Lindell wants to put three. He's got evidence to put 300 million people in prison. Well, and they, well, what I said was I was at an evangelical. I was at the renewal speaking and Real America's Voice interviewed me. And I said, you know, there's been don't, who cares about the evidence? We've had enough evidence since last November to stack it like cordwood and everybody take one piece. And everyone in America, 300 and some million people would go to prison for a thousand years. Well, they took, they sound bit that and said, Mike Lindell's got evidence to put 300 million people in prison. You know, so they, you know, you see how they grab it, but the people see through that. They do. And they go, and this is just, you know, fake news. It's ridiculous how people manipulate things. And and I don't even talk to reporters who come and ask me things. I won't even talk to them on the phone anymore because I don't trust them to uh, to not manipulate my words or to ask things that they know that they they can't, you know, that's still protected under attorney-client privilege, for example. Right. I mean, these people are not interested in investigative journalism or actually speaking the truth. They're out to simply cancel conservatives for their opinions. And so right. I love that you are uh, giving Emerald Robinson a platform. And, you know, this is where, um, Mike, I think that conservatives really need to consider, especially when Republicans retake the House, hopefully, in uh, 2022, to make political opinions and political uh, orientation, if you will, a protected class. Would you be an advocate for adding that to our Civil Rights Act? You know, that's it's funny you mentioned that because that was one of the things a year ago when uh, when I... Uh, Went into on the, that famous picture and everything taken on January 15th when I was at the White House. That was one of the things that I said to the president. Of course, it was too late. It was like too little, too late going, you know, you should make us protected. They're all going to come and attack us just because we, you know, had our views or, and, you know, whether it was uh, on the election crimes or whether it was we backed Donald Trump. You know, I got attacked from the moment I went all in. Uh, back in 2016, just be, you know, I, I personally met him, and that would be exactly what we need, Jenna, to have that protected, just like every other class. You should not get attacked because of how you are politically or your views, you know, and um, and then and also by doing that too, that I, to me that goes right along with lawfare too, you know, yeah. when when you sue. Outlets now they can and stagger or you put a governor on their voices because they're afraid of lawsuits by being able to speak out for things. Um, you know, there's I'll give you another breaking news here. 
uh, in Texas. This just came out where there, this this could be take down our whole country uh, if this is let to stand. They voted eight to one, and I'll, I might get this wrong. Where the attorney general will not have the power to um, to go after a crimes in elections. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they would go down to the district attorneys or something like that. I might have said it wrong, but this is. Uh, would be, yeah, and these are George Soros. And, and um, Attorney General Ken Paxton is pushing back on that, and I actually want to have him back on this show. He's on my board, full disclosure, on the Election Integrity Alliance. Oh, yes, he okay. He's done such a great yeah. job advocating for uh, the law, for the Constitution yes, uh, in Texas. Yeah. And so he's fighting against this, and I absolutely agree. I mean, this would, uh, they're basically trying to do the inverse, Mike, of uh, in Texas of what the uh, federal Congress, uh, the federal government is trying to do with H.R. 4 and federalizing elections. Basically, the Democrats want to give anybody on their own side control of elections instead of the people. That's really what it amounts to. Right. Well, he, I was just with Ken the last couple of days, and he he is so—we had another lawyer that was with us, and he— and. I don't know how, how bad it is, but I guess it's—he said, Mike, this would just take down everything. Yes. It doesn't matter what you do for election integrity if you can't go after people that are going to—criminals that are going to do stuff in elections. Where do you have Then It's like it's a free-for-all. It's like when they do in San Francisco, go ahead and smoke crack in the streets. We're not going to prosecute you. Yeah, go you ahead know? and shoplift, you know, and we're yeah. not. And if yeah. it's under $950, then who cares? So, yeah, then who cares, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. this is just, it is a complete and total disruption of not only mm. law and order, but of the right. rule of law. And it is a hallmark right. of the American system that we right. are not ruled by rulers. We are ruled by the law. And right. no person person in this country is entitled to office or to manipulate that process to their own benefit. We have to have free and fair elections. And so, uh, Mike, I so appreciate you joining me today. And um, so as people are supporting you, they're so thankful that you're standing up on this. And I and I agree with you. And I have to say this, too, that when people like, you know, whether it's the Sean Hannity's of the world or whether it's someone else with their platform, if you are concerned more about getting canceled than you are about telling the truth, you have self-canceled, then your platform is now meaningless because you are beholden to other special interests rather than simply telling the truth. And I think that's why a lot of people are tuning out Fox. They're tuning out legacy media. They're going to these alternatives like Frank Speech, like Salem, like others, because they know that they want to hear real Americans who will stand up for the truth. So I get so many comments daily from people saying, we love Mike Lindell. We want to support him. So how can people best pray for you, support you, encourage you, um, and also continue to support MyPillow and all of, uh, you know, your recovery networks, all of that. Well, the number one thing, everybody, because if I lose my voice, if we lose our voice, is to get people to frankspeech.com. Get, go there. The other thing is you've all been great out there where they've been trying to cancel my pillow. You've been supported. I have 2,700 employees. We appreciate everything. Um, Jenna, you're, you, you've been helping us out using your promo code, Jenna, yes. um, for, uh, to, you know, and I'll put that right out there that they, uh, 
Um, all, your audience has helped out a lot. So anything you get right now, you go. We have taken the where prices should be going up because raw materials have. We've actually lowered our price because we don't have the box stores. We don't have the shopping channels that take, by the way, fifty five to or fifty to fifty five percent. So we passed that savings on, and it's been it's been real good that we've been able to get through all this. And the money the money you get there, it's like how do I contribute? How do I help? That helps all across the board, and and all the all the people like yourself that are selling, that are helping promote my pillow, mm-hmm. and it helps it helps everybody. It helps uh, uh, everything I get for my money. I know Jimmy Kimball when he attacked me he goes, "You're a millionaire." I said, "Yeah, but I give it all away," and I do. I put it all to causes, foundations, and stuff. But for now, it's to everybody knows what I'm fighting for. The 2022 election, you need to have an election where there's no crime. And um, and we um, and you have to look back to 2020 in order to fix that to move forward to 2022. And we have great things going on every day on frankspeech.com. But I, yes. the best thing to do is just spread the word of where our voices are coming from. And and to and to each individual out there, keep praying um, and uh, and also have the courage yourself. Pray for others to have courage, mm-hmm. you know, to because. Right now, if you've been saving your courage for a rainy day, it's pouring outside, everybody. It's pouring. And this has all been on God's timing. We're in the greatest revival in history um, for Jesus. I mean, it's across the board where people are looking for hope. And this, these are great times to, to be alive. It's historical. We're watching it all unfold, these miracles that are going to keep happening. I said it the other day, Jen, I said, think if we were sitting where we are right now and we didn't have all of these pieces that we have, these tools we have now to get to move forward and, be, and it'll become a better place. I believe where we're heading will be amazing when we get through it all. We'll be one nation under God. We'll put God back into our schools. It's going to be a great place. And everyone says, oh, Mike, you're always so optimistic. Well, you know what? I can be proactive in prayer because where you know this might be this. I always say to people, they say, "Well, my prayers didn't get answered." I said, "Those are reactionary prayers. Mm-hmm. They might not have been God's will." Well, where's God's will? God's will is in the Word. Get in the Word, and you can be proactive in prayer, and they align beautiful. And we're going to a great place. Yes, we are. And, you know, if we stand up for truth and we're continually daily in the word of God, then we always have hope and joy for the future, regardless of what comes. But we can always stand firm and fight for this country, fight for the truth, and be advocates and champions for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I so respect you, Mike, for standing up firmly, for boldly teaching the truth about Christ, for having uh, your testimony that is so clear and I just so appreciate your friendship and your, uh, your stand for truth. And one last question, speaking of standing for truth, I know that you saw the president this weekend. How is he doing and uh, what can we be looking forward to from President Trump? Uh, um, he's very, I, I guess the word is, it just seems uh, more and more joyful, like, like things like optimistic oh, so every day. Um, he sees great things going on around the country that are happening. And, and um, um, you see more and more positive every day than the day before. One of the things I really liked in his speech, and everyone is, is that just putting down them mandates. He says, I am your president that is against these mandates. Um, and uh, and um, he uh, and then talking about therapeutics that worked. And he's just... Um, 
I think he's just uh, very positive. He loved all the people. I think there were tens of thousands. That was not, it was amazing. Thank you so much. We'll be in touch. And thank you so much for your friendship, your stand for courage. Um, I love and support you and I'll have you back on anytime. What a great friend, Mike Lindell. And as he said, go to MyPillow.com. Use that promo code Jenna. That tells Mike, as he said, that uh, we at Salem here at the Jenna Ella Show are supporting our good friend, Mike Lindell. And before I go, we also want to make sure that we are protecting our own immunity. So vaccines have not eliminated the Chinese Fauci virus. So we all need extra protection for our immune systems. My friends at Centurion Labs have combined five key ingredients to defend your immune system against allergies, colds, and the flu, even the coronavirus. It's called Centurion Defender, and it incorporates vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, copper, and quercetin in just one capsule. So numerous swallowing 10 pills a day or not taking supplements because the individual cost is too high. Take just one Defender with breakfast and one Defender with dinner and keep on living your life. Just like the Centurions of Rome led by example and held themselves to the highest possible standards, Centurion Labs has dedicated the last 15 years to research and development of safe, effective, and affordable healthcare products that are made in the USA that you can trust. For a limited time, listeners of this podcast can save 20% off their first order of Centurion Defender when you visit centurionlabs.com forward slash Jenna and use the promo code Jenna, that's J-E-N-N-A, Defend your health today with Centurion Defender. CenturionLabs.com forward slash Jenna and the promo code J-E-N-N-A.